Hey everyone, I'm Tim Muma, and you're locked into LJN Radio and one of our newer podcasts, You Do What? Now here we check out a variety of non-traditional jobs, whether they're maybe a bit odd or just seem more fun than the average profession. Either way, we'll let you know you have plenty of options for a career. It's more of a laid-back approach, but with some serious tips and advice. Now if you've seen the show Cake Boss, then you have an idea of what we're talking about today as we sort of delve into the world of a cake designer. Not just your run-of-the-mill rectangles, but all sorts of shapes and sizes. Joining us from Milwaukee is Debbie Pagel, the owner of Eat Cake, and an individual who has designed plenty of eye- and palate-pleasing creations. Thanks for coming on the show, Debbie. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. First and foremost, you know, people maybe have their own ideas and thoughts about what we're talking about, but how do you define the, the job of a cake designer, if you will? Well, um, for me, me personally, I like to be in charge of all aspects of the job, you know, meeting with the customers, coming up with ideas, you know, helping them to maybe design their own cakes, and then, uh, you know, going into the baking and making of all the, you know, fillings and frostings and, you know, coming up, engineering, you know, the, the sculpted cakes, assembling the cakes, doing final, you know, decorating and, and delivery as well. So you're really, you want to do it all. You want hands yeah. on from start to finish. I mean, that makes yeah. sense. You want it done right, that kind of thing. What was it that drove you into the profession specifically? Well, you know, I've always liked uh, making cakes, and um, I kind of forgot growing up that when I was a kid, I used to make cakes for the neighborhood kids. Really? Um, I was somebody reminded me of that, you know, once I started this business, and it was kind of this preteen sort of you know period that I totally totally forgot about. But um, <laughs> you know, I've I um, I did all sorts of jobs, but I really really love working in kitchens and worked in restaurants, doing pastries. Um, Ended up working in a bakery that had just opened that did a lot of scratch baking and loved it. And that's when I discovered that people in Milwaukee really were needing, you know, a place that could do creative cakes. And there really wasn't anybody out there that was doing it. We had lots of customers come to the bakery, you know, asking us, please, you know, can you do this wedding cake that's in this Martha Stewart magazine? Because we've been to 10 (laughs) bakeries. Nobody will do it. And that's when I discovered that, you know, as much as I enjoy making the cakes, maybe there's more, you know, there's more of a chance for me to, to kind of delve into that, sure. you know, a bit in, in Milwaukee. So. so sort of always in your subconscious, maybe that this was an area that you would enjoy at some point? Yeah, I guess so. And I, and I guess I didn't realize that until I started the bakery. And then I kind of, you know, had to, to explain to people my path. And then I realized, wow, I, I guess I was destined to do this. Walk us through the steps on a little bit about, I mean, how you really got to that point in terms of even things like education, different experiences, uh, you know, even the art side of things, because you are having to, I, you know, assume sort of visualize these things and, and create them. What's sort of been that path and, and the educational aspect, if you will? Well, you know, I, I guess I did. I do have a background in art. I went to college for a little while, didn't, didn't get a degree. I guess I wasn't really motivated in any one particular, you know, study mm-hmm. um, for, you know, various reasons. But I definitely, you know, have have an eye um, I am very visual spatial. I probably, if I stayed in square, probably would have, you know, been a sculptor. But um, so that, you know, that really helps because, you know, a lot of people that may, you know, love to decorate cakes, if they can't visually see a shape of something that that is not, you know, not quite what they need to, you know, to to design, it it, it doesn't really work. So Mm -hmm. I guess I have that background, um, which is very helpful. I love people. I had a lot of customer service jobs and absolutely love people. And that's another for me, it's very satisfying to have these really fabulous people come in, 
they're getting married and they're in love and they're 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 starting this path on their life and and this is the first stop to to design a cake and work together and come up with you know a fun thing for their wedding and it's just that I enjoy as well and you know I, I'm I guess I have also been accustomed to very long hard hours mm-hmm. and lots of hard work and you know that comes along with it so. So all of those things, and I also am a, a person that likes to procrastinate, and this is the best, you know, the best job for me because, you know, when you're working with food, you know, if you procrastinate, the, the, you know, they'll get a fresher product. So, and I like to work under pressure. I work best under pressure. And again, you know, this is definitely that environment. So it, it all, all, you know, it all kind of worked out. And that's something I was going to ask you about was the idea of deadlines and pressure. And especially if you're, you're you know, you're doing everything from scratch and you're sort of handling all the details does it catch up to you? Is that something you really enjoy? And you talk about being a procrastinator, and I, I'm with you on that one. I guess, how does that sort of help you in a way with those deadlines, that sort of thing? Well, I guess there's a certain sort of adrenaline rush that you get when you're kind of like working under the gun. Sure. And sometimes, you know, things will like inspiration and things will come at the last minute. Well, people a lot of times will want, you know, me to kind of help. Well, of course, I'll design the cakes and get a, have an idea of what I'm doing long before the cake, but sometimes inspiration comes at the last minute. And then I end up, luckily, a lot of people give me the freedom to kind of do what I want. And in the end, I might end up doing, you know, something completely different. But um, so definitely working with that adrenaline. And I guess it's just all very exciting too, you know, like kind of working up until the last minute. There's been a few times where I've, where I've thought, oh my gosh, you know, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to get this cake done in time, but it always works out. It, you know, it, it, it really does. It always just works out. Obviously, that's going to be one aspect to, to your job, and I guess I want to sort of get your get an idea of what your typical day might look like. And I understand things can change day to day; stuff comes up. But what would sort of the average day look like for you? You know, say a weekday like today, or even on the weekend, that kind of thing. What what, what does it look like? It's kind of in the span of a week, and every week is very very much the same. Um, you know, one day I kind of just devote to you know returning phone calls and you know meeting with people just kind of getting an idea of what I have going on for the week. Mm-hmm. And then the next day is more like sort of planning production and planning out the week. What do I need to get? You know, what other ingredients do I need to get? Because everything is made fresh to order. Um, you know, what other sort of supplies might I need? And then with the next day is maybe like baking, you know, production. And then, you know, and then the cakes are chilled. And then the next day is, or that, you know, six hours later is like assembling cakes. So, and then the next day is like more, you know, of like final frosting and decorating. And then mm-hmm. the next day is like delivery. And as far as the course of the day, again, this is an ideal, um, you know, environment for me because I'm not a morning person. I work much better late at night. So <laughs> I kind of leave my mornings for, you know, answering emails, you know, answering phone calls, getting back customers. And sure. then I really kind of get motivated and get into it maybe late afternoon, early evening when the phone has stopped ringing and I've got some more alone time and I can really kind of get going. And I'm, I'm a night owl, so that helps too. Yeah, it definitely seems like you you have to plan everything out. But if something pops up, it sounds like you're pretty good with this as far as the deadlines go and that sort of thing. When you do sit down with a customer and you come up with that design, whether it be their thought process or yours. Can you walk us through that a little bit as far as the process goes when you are trying to design it and, and create that that custom cake, whether it be visualizing it ahead of time or what sort of tools you might use to you know really get the fine edge on on one of those cakes? Just walk us through a little bit of that process so people have an idea what it's like. Okay. Sometimes people will come with no idea whatsoever. They just know that they need a cake for their event. And other times people will come, you know, with a very clear vision. This is a picture I found in a magazine. I love this cake and I want this cake. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm so easygoing and flexible. I'm okay with having complete control and kind of coming up with, you know, the design without much guidance or if they want to pretty much, you know, design the cake themselves, you know, that's great too. You know, I'll let them know if some, you know, sometimes their ideas really aren't going to work with frosting. And and it's really sort of an organic thing that happens and each, each situation is somewhat different. Sometimes people just, you know, I kind of pick their brain a, a little bit. I can kind of get a feel of, you know, just their personality, what they might be interested in. So if I do need to kind of guide them in a certain direction, it's a little bit easier. A lot of times, which is, which is something I've learned over the years, the bride in general, you know, most often will kind of have the exact style that she wants her wedding cake to look like. She'll describe to me kind of what she's looking for. And most often she's wearing exactly what the wedding cake should look like. (laughs) You know, whether it's like sort of textures or colors, sorts of graphic designs on a, on a skirt. And so sometimes that has come from just visually looking at the bride. Hmm. Sometimes people won't know what they, what they want. They just know, okay, it's, it's my grandma's birthday and she's turning 90 and she doesn't want anybody to make a big deal out of the birthday. What do we do for her? You know, so of course you kind of think more traditional cakes, um, flowers, what does grandma like? And then, and then someone will just say, well, you know, but the cake has to go to Chicago Uh, You know, and I asked why, and they said, well, because Grandma, you know, again, didn't want to make a big deal, but she loves Chicago hot dogs, so she was all wanted to go go down to Chicago and just have hot dogs. Then I'm like, absolutely, that is, that's the, that's that's it. You know, you you need to do a big giant, you know, Chicago hot dog. Nice. It's really different, you know, every time, and and I I love that whole process of just kind of feeling people out and kind of just you know deciding and, and helping them sort of decide on what they might want, you know, for their event. Would you say that, and you're talking about obviously dealing with the the customers that come in and trying to get a feel for them, what they like, what they want. Do you see that as being as big a part as the actual skill of baking and creating these cakes as reading individuals and, and as you said, kind of being a people person? Yeah, absolutely. And that is why I am so hands-on with everything because I'd worked in um, another bakery where you know, the counter people took the orders and sometimes you just would have no idea what the customer really wants. And mm-hmm. over the years, I have had more staff here. And, and if I somehow don't have any connection with the customer, if somebody else has taken the order and I just need to create this cake, I, I almost just have to find some excuse to call a customer just so I can have some sort of connection. And I don't know sure. if that's just me personally, but I feel I absolutely need to have some sort of idea you know, even if it's just hearing um, the sound of their voice on the telephone and just describe what they're looking for, you know, like I need to have some connection. And that really kind of helps a lot for me to create the cake. And, you know, and, and then to, you know, for them to, you know, for me to kind of help guide them and maybe think about other options that they never really thought about before, too. So, Well, obviously, it sounds like that's a big part of what you like to do and how you sort of you know, get fulfillment out of it a little bit out of the job because it's not just, you're not just making cakes in your mind, obviously. So let's take it to the point where you've sat down, you've gone through the whole process, you've made the cake and you have the opportunity to present it to them, whether it be beforehand or I don't know if you actually send them to events at times, but what is that like when you're about to show the customer their cake? Are you nervous? Are you excited? What what what's sort of your feeling as you're about to to do that part of it? You know, it's all of the above. You know, there have been times where I've been really nervous for you know, I, you know, for whatever reason, I'm not really certain. You know, because maybe I've taken a little bit too much liberty, <laughs> you know, with design and done something that I'm not absolutely sure if they were expecting, or I'm just so excited because I just loved this project and I just can't wait to show them. Um, you know, or sometimes two people will have. Um, because I think three-dimensionally most often, mm-hmm. sometimes when they order a cake and they'll tell me what they want, I then just think three-dimensionally and we'll just kind of bring that to them. And 
there have been there have been moments where I'll bring a a cake out and people just just stand there and they just kind of look at it. They don't really comment and they just sit there for a minute without any expression. And I think, oh my gosh, they hate it. They absolutely hate it. But most, you know, mostly what they're thinking is like, wow, I thought this is just going to be a sheet cake with a picture of a dog on the, on the top of it. Um, and um, how am I going to cut this? <laughs> you know, those are, and then it takes them a moment and they're like, oh my gosh, this is like awesome. But there's just that, you know, every so often there'll be that, just that moment where they just are, they just don't know what to say or how to react. So that's, um, that's always been interesting. Well, that was, that was another thing I was going to ask. I mean, what would have been sort of the, the best reactions you've gotten or ones that maybe were just stand out to you that give you that sense of like, you just, you did the job. You did exactly what you were looking to do. Well, a lot of times I'll have people that are like super so excited. They just can't contain their excitement. <laughs> I have people like that have, I've, or I've heard about and seen not so often because a lot of times, you know, it's like the really special events. It's something I've delivered ahead of time. So mm-hmm. I don't, un, unfortunately I don't see the reaction. Groom's cakes, for instance, you know, I love it when brides or grooms, they surprise their fiance and, 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 and come up with some sort of really cool, clever thing. And, and those reactions, unfortunately, I miss. But I hear a lot of the times where people are just, um, they're speechless, they're in tears. They just, you know, it's, it's every, every so often people will call me back to tell me how, how it was received. Um, I get lots of hugs. I love that. That's my favorite. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I mean, and it definitely, and there's, you know, sometimes regardless of what the customer's budget is, if it is a fun project and I have got the time, I will just work so many more hours, you know, on it than, than they expect. And, um, and in a lot of times, you know, it's, it's worth all the pain, you know, of sure. like a sleepless night, you know, when they are just, you know, so excited, they just can't contain their excitement or they tell me that they're, 14 year old daughter, you know, was in tears because her, she thought her birthday cake was so beautiful or, you know, whatever it is. Right. No, that, that sounds awesome. That, that definitely yeah. sounds like it, it makes up for any, as you said, you know, sleepless nights or anything like that. Yeah. Obviously nobody's perfect. We actually had a show that we used to uh, call that and we had sort of discussions about you know, things that happen. How about any bad reactions? I mean, has that come up uh, occasionally and that you've seen or maybe something that hurts you? Like when you see a sort of reaction? Well, you know, there's there's just this one that comes to mind early on when I first opened, and and you know, keep in mind if we're doing something completely three dimensional, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be a little costly. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not gonna pay thirty bucks for like a, a big three D cake. Right, right. And I think you know, for some reason, this person either being very frugal or just like not having any idea of like what the going rate for a three D cake was. You know, she had expected you know you know to it, she really wanted to pay the the least amount possible. She expected a whole big giant 3D cake and got a cake that was decorated with all of the things on it with some 3D elements. And she was just very disappointed that she thought the whole thing was going to be 3D, but she had haggled me with the price over the phone for so long. I mean, it's just, you know, so I maybe needed to tell her, look, you you know, what you want to pay, you're not going to get what you want. So, you know, this is what you can get. And I've learned, you know, over the years how to approach that and how to tell people and and how to say no if, if they if they want something that and they just don't want to pay you know what it, what it would take to make it sure um, so when she came to pick it up she was really disappointed but I was just so upset that you know she had haggled me for so long on the price that and then she was disappointed with this you know cake made from scratch that she really could get nowhere else so she left and I'm like that's a fine then you don't 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 pay for the cake I'll like sell it to somebody else goodbye <laughs> go, try to go to <laughs> and get what you want you know right and um, then she came back and said. 
well, can I, can I at least just buy the 3D element, you know, like I did like a boat or something on top of the okay. cake. She's like, well, can I just buy that and put on like a pick and save cake? And I <laughs> really, <laughs> okay. You know, so I think I, I, I just gave it to her and, and said, sure. Yeah, go right ahead. So <laughs> that was like the one like really horrible experience that, that I can recall. You know, there's been some, you know, some mishaps with, you know, regard to deliveries over the years and things like that. Sure. But, but, um, but other than that, it's, it, I, I've, I've been pretty lucky. And you said that was that was early on too with uh, with everything yeah. you were doing. Yeah. So you, you know, live and learn experience. I'm sure that all that has helped over the years. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, that's going to do it for us here on You Do What? But this is only part one, so make sure you check into part two to listen more with our expert today, Debbie Pagel. She's the owner and a baker for Eat Cake. We're specifically talking about those specialty cakes and being a cake designer in this case, as Debbie has done for a number of years in the Milwaukee area. Now, if you are interested in listening to part two, go over to localjobnetwork.com slash radio slash list. Type in You Do What? And part one of Cake Designer should pop up for you. In the meantime, if you are interested in contacting us, send us an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. If you have any suggestions possibly for a show similar to this or any of our podcasts, if you'd like to offer up a topic or some sort of conversation piece. Once again, you've been listening to LJN Radio. I'm your host, Tim Muma. We'll talk to you later.